Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to, but real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget today's show is presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster, as well as Superbook Sports. In fact, you could win a trip to the biggest football game of the year, courtesy of Superbook Sports. Superbook's going to fly you and a friend to Las Vegas for February's championship game. They're also going to give you two tickets to the game, plus a three-night hotel stay. Oh, I'm sorry. Sign me up. All you have to do is place a $25 same-game parlay between now and January 7th, and you're automatically entered to win. So go ahead and wager and win a super trip to Las Vegas, courtesy of Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. I don't know about you, but I am uh, hankering for grilled cheese sandwich. Why? Because I just read this little headline. People who love grilled cheese sandwiches tend to have... (laughs) I'm sorry. People who love grilled cheese sandwiches tend to have more sex than those who don't. Anybody that hears this today, as you're going to maybe pick up lunch or maybe you're at home making some lunch for yourself or maybe even dinner, you're going to be like, you know what? Let's make a grilled cheese sandwich. Could you imagine, honey, I got I got dinner tonight. I'll, I'll, I'll take the reins. And she's like, okay. Or maybe he's like, okay. Either way. And then you, you present them with a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> They're like, what are we, 12? Like, no, no, eat, eat. You know, you're, you're trying to eat it into existence. That's essentially what you're trying to do there. I, it, it's funny. I, I'm okay with grilled cheese. But I think it is such a basic sandwich that, I mean, I'll eat it if I have to. It's a have-to sandwich. It's one of those things where you're... You're running low on food in your house. The, the pantry is, is very bare, as is your refrigerator. And you're like, can we stretch the paycheck another day or two? What do we have in the fridge? Well, we got some cheese. And then we got, also have some bread. Yeah, look, you know what? Let's just make some uh, grilled cheese sandwiches. Fine. Fine. But I don't know, man. I just... I feel like that my palate is much more sophisticated than that of a grilled cheese sandwich. That being said, I don't make fancy grilled cheese sandwiches. I'm not like experimenting with different types of cheeses from around the world and say, this is a culinary masterpiece of a grilled cheese sandwich. No, no. I get whatever cheese is in the fridge, whether it's American or it's the uh, shredded Mexican style, whatever they brand it on, on the package of cheese. That's what I put in there. I don't go be like, I need some, you know, fancy ass cheese and sprinkle it on there. Nah, nah. Plus it's just going to hurt my tummy. It is. I listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of a good sandwich. Ooh, by the way, check this out. So not, this is, this is the excitement level of me. (laughs) We weren't feeling that well the other day, and I had to go pick something up at the grocery store. 
I needed some food because we just got back from Vegas. And I was like, uh, what am I going to get? You know, you're getting soup for for my daughter and my wife. And then, then I go by the deli, and then they had this big old thing, this, like, tray of, of cut sandwich. It was for, like, seven bucks. This was, like, a gigantic sub for seven bucks. And I'm like, this can't be right. Then I look, they had a whole bunch of them, and they were all labeled seven bucks. I'm like, this is fantastic. So I took it home. My son and I ate some of it, but what I did is I put it in the air fryer, make, made it a toasted sub. It was freaking delicious. It lasted us like two, two and a half meals. I was like, that's pretty good for seven bucks. Anyway, that made me happy, but I love sandwiches. I do, but I think grilled cheese sandwiches, they're okay. They're okay. They're okay if you're 12 and under. And they're okay for, like, if you're an adult, if you're on a budget. But to consistently like grilled cheese sandwiches, I think I think you should be on some sort of list. Okay? I'm just saying, I know that this study is saying that if you love grilled cheese sandwiches, you have a lot of sex. But good for you. Meh. Meh. I don't know. Don't know. But that being said, you know a, a bunch of people are going to be going and buying a, a bunch of grilled cheese sandwiches now. And then they're just going to be looking around to be, does, does it, did anybody else order a grilled cheese sandwich? Maybe we could hook up. That's what they're thinking. That's what the guys are thinking. The ladies are like, can't wait to eat my grilled cheese sandwich. The guy's sitting there thinking, I'm going to get laid now. <laughs> that's, that's the way we think. Stupid. Doesn't make sense. But that's, that's hey. Hey, that's who we are. That's who we are. During the the Sugar Bowl on ESPN, a woman flashed her boob at the camera, and it was aired, blah, blah, blah. A lot of people are sensitive about it, and they're like, oh, my God, a nipple. It's like, who gives a shit? But anyway, so what ended up happening is the lady is being offered a webcam show deal worth up to $100,000. Are you kidding me? If I flashed any of my bits and pieces on TV, I'd be getting arrested, and then uh, I'd be having to (laughs) apologize to every single person that saw it for damaging them for the rest of their lives. But if a woman does it, everybody's just like, hey, no, that's cool. <laughs> we good. We'll pay her $100,000. That sounds great. I wonder what that is because it says worth up to $100,000, which means there's probably stages. So she's probably, you know, you could you could hang out and just, you know, dance around and that'll pay you $20,000. Okay, that's interesting. Okay, you could get in this car, drive around, uh, high speeds, boobs flash, flapping around with a clown next to you, that's $50,000. Okay, I'm interested. And then, like, you know, now, I don't know why I'm going with clowns, but now we got this whole clown car. There's a bunch of clowns, and then <clears throat> use your imagination, and, and that will get you $100,000. And she's like, hmm, 
I could bang all these clowns for $100,000? <laughs> so stupid. Good for you, ladies. You have so much power. You do. The guys, we think we do, but we get crippled so easily by things that we're attracted to. We just literally crumble to our our knees and we're just like, huh? Huh? What happened? I blacked out. I saw a nipple and then next thing I know, I woke up here. It, that's what happens to us guys. You, have, you are so powerful. Those boobies are so powerful. Okay. Oh, my God. Look at me. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> Would you do something like that, ladies, guys? If somebody said, hey, we saw your bits and pieces on TV, uh, we want to offer you a webcam show deal. Is there something that, is there a line that, that you won't cross, even though it's, a, it's legal, that you won't cross, or, or are you up for anything? Let me know, Podcast at gmail.com, or hit me up on social at Podcast. I, I'd probably do, I'd probably do something. I don't know. Scott, just wiggle it. Scott, can you do a helicopter? Hell yeah, man. I've been practicing this my whole life. Woo! <laughs> There's all the money in the world. You're welcome. This is disturbing, yet kind of funny, but mostly disturbing. And it tells you just how twisted some people are. And it doesn't matter what their occupation is. A pastor is being accused of shoving a McDonald's worker's head into a deep fryer after that worker had disrespected his wife. That's what you call a greasy baptism. You know what I'm saying? Devil be God. Oh, shit. My hand. Ooh, God, that burned. That's jacked up. That's so jacked up. I heard a story once from somebody in the restaurant industry where some guy was he was cleaning the vents above the grill in the deep fryer. I don't know what, I think it was chilies or something like this. I, I, I could be wrong. But he said the guy was on a ladder and they didn't put the covers on the fryer or even move them, which they should have done, done something. And the guy was up on the ladder. He slipped and his arm, one of his arms fell into the deep fryer literally touching the bottom, and then he immediately pulled it out. But that deep fryer was on, and I, I honestly, I can't remember what temperature those are usually set at, but that's hot oil. It's disgusting. I guess his skin immediately was bubbling off and peeling off. It was so disgusting. If this is true, this is disgusting. And it tells you it doesn't matter if you're a quote-unquote man of God that everybody has a breaking point. And one, that doesn't mean that it's justifiable because somebody made fun of your wife or disrespected your wife that you can go shove their head into the deep fryer. Um, but that being said, you, you shouldn't be mouthing off to people. We need to try to treat people a little bit better. And then we also need to allow things to roll off our back as much as we can. And somebody that is a pastor should have more intelligence than that because of the education that they've gone through 
to be a, a accredited pastor. It's a joke. And it makes other pastors who do things the right way look bad to an extent. It, it's very frustrating. Very frustrating. Um, disgusting. And then it makes you think, please, God, I hope they, they change out that oil. <laughs> please. Ugh. Is this an eyeball? Oh, well, I'll eat it. Oh, gross. So disgusting. People are dicks, man. Don't be disrespecting people's wives. Don't be disrespecting other people. And then if people are being disrespectful to you, walk away. Or flip them a bird and then run away. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> ah, you can't catch me. <laughs> your, your shoes are all greasy. You'll never catch me. Oh, crazy. I got more coming your way, but real, real quick. Sugar Fire in Westminster. My favorite barbecue place to go to. Oh, it's amazing. 144th and Orchard Parkway. It's right next to Snooze on the south side of 144th. You got to follow them on social media at Sugarfire Westy because Chef Clint loves, loves to post his daily specials, whatever it might be. Um, he's fancy. I got to be honest. He's fancy. And he just loves to play with your palate, essentially, is what it is. He, he likes to, they're not just, they, they don't all just taste amazing. They look amazing, too. I always say this. It's like when you go in there and you get an entree, you're just like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This looks like something that should be on TV. It's just so nice and, and just really cool, picture-worthy. And that's what he does. They have amazing entrees. They got, everything is made fresh every single day. They got brisket, they got, uh, whether it's burgers, they got turkey, uh, you name it. It's all in there in, in amazing sides as well, uh, whether it's um, their Brussels sprouts, which are pretty freaking amazing, which is in a sweet chili sauce. You also obviously have their standard French fries, which are out of, the, out of this world delicious. And then they even have like fried pickles and, and all this stuff. It, it's just so good. You got to go check them out. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, 144th in Orchard Parkway. Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. I don't know what to say about this one. It's bizarre, but it popped up. New research reveals that the act of smelling female tears has a remarkable impact on reducing male aggression and suppressing activity in aggression-related brain networks. This intriguing study suggests that the chemical signals present, uh, presented in tears, which also affects rodents, play a protective role in this phenomenon. How, how weird. I don't know. I, I feel like it's just like I am so pissed off right now. And then my wife just... Starts crying, just shoves my face <laughs> into her tears. I'm like, oh, take a breath, take a breath. Or you could start, ladies, start saving your tears and put it in a spray bottle. Oh, that would be hilarious. Like, a, you know, when a dog is, you know, you know, doing something bad or, or maybe the cat scratching the furniture. Just save up your tears, put it in a, in a squirt bottle 
And every time your your guy is getting like pissy about something, just squirt him in the face. <laughs> right? Huh? You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Come on. You're okay. Get over it, you little bastard. <laughs> yeah, I said your dick's small. Sorry. <laughs> okay. You're right. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, my God. Now I want to sniff my wife's tears. That's so funny. It says it, like, reduces male aggression by 44%. That's insane. You got to you got to put that in a bottle somehow and just, like, spray it around the city. I mean, if, if it makes people happier, why not? And people are less likely to do anything, you know, moronic. My God, that that would just be funny. It'd be like this this spray that you just sprayed in my face, honey. It's salty, but it's so relaxing. I like it. Oh my God, that's weird. Now, it, next time somebody's crying around you, you're gonna even if it's like a serious situation, like at work. That's what's gonna be awkward. You're going to have that little smirk on your face because Carol in accounting just lost her cat. And you're like, all you can think of is, one, it's a fucking cat. Who cares? You'll move on. And then, two, you're just like, I wonder what her tears smell like. <laughs> and then you're going to be the asshole in the, in the group of, of coworkers that is just sitting there with a weird smirk on their face. Because you're going to be like, I want to smell her tears. I want to smell her tears. Don't you? Oh, that's going to happen. It's going to happen. Oh, and I'll be laughing like an evil little, um, you know, uh, devil on your shoulder. Be like, go sniff him. <laughs> sniff him. <laughs> then the other side of is, is me going uh, as an angel. Be like, yeah, you should go sniff him. Why not? <laughs> See what happens. A Japanese man blew up his house trying to kill a, a single cockroach. Apparently, the 54-year-old man triggered an explosion in his home while trying to eliminate the lone cockroach. The man resorted to an excessive amount of insecticide, causing an unexpected blast. And it was around midnight, according... This is all according to The Independent. Wow, that's... How stupid are you? That That being said, cockroaches, man... Cockroaches are a bitch, and you, you're not supposed to step on them because if you step on them, what happens is their eggs their eggs aren't going to splatter and, and be crushed and killed. No, they're, they're pliable, I believe, is, is what it is, and then uh, and kind of rubbery. So what happens is you step on them, and then as you're walking, you're either leaving little traces of the eggs everywhere or by the time you get home, you might not be able to see them but, or notice what it is, but that's what's on the bottom of your shoe, and now you got cockroaches in your house. Also, I, I thought I heard something about, like, if you crush them, the, it attracts other ones. I don't know if that's true or not, but the thing is, it, it's very difficult. When I visited my brother for the first time in Australia, the first place they had had a lot of cockroaches, and it sucked. And they are right near the beach. And apparently that was just something a lot of people lived with. Because I remember one night we were walking around and seeing the amount of cockroaches. Uh, This is near Coogee Beach, I believe is what it was. 
And I remember I, I had never seen cockroaches before. And there was this one on a trash bag that was like hissing and it had wings and shit. And I'm like, oh, that's disgusting. It was so gross. But they were everywhere. And I remember at my brother's house, I mean, they weren't like everywhere, but they were enough to be noticed. And when we got in there and you turn on the light in the bathroom, you would see cockroaches go running back down the sink, that down the sink drain. And they were like t- tiny ones. Then in the middle of the night, they had a cat and you would hear the cat, you know, chasing something like, you know how they like, they usually like have a ball or something and they're chasing it. Well, he would do that. Then all of a sudden you hear this. Cause he was eating the, he was eating the cockroaches. It was so gross. So disgusting. And then I remember we went on vacation or we were there in Australia. And then we drove up the coast to a a beach house that we rented. And we get into this house and there's this giant freaking spider on the wall. My brother didn't know what kind of spider it was. So he just, he gets a broom and he sweeps it outside. He doesn't kill it. And then the next morning we get up. And it's back. And we're like, what the hell? L- let's just leave it. It's just, it does, whatever. Let's just leave it. We, oddly enough, we went to a animal, I can't remember. It's, it's a fairly famous near, I don't know where this place was. But anyway, we went to this place that had, um, it was kind of like a zoo. And, and it had one of those spiders in there. We're like, dude, that's the exact spider. Well, all it does is eat cockroaches. So if you have one of those in your house, you just leave it. It's part of your house. That's like Carl, Carl the spider, or whatever you want to call him. Dude eats cockroaches, let him live. Because that place had the big cockroaches. So like my wife and I slept with the lights on because we're just like, I, I, I don't want to wake up and there's a cockroach in my mouth or on my face or anything. It was horrible. It's horrible. So we just... We just let, we slept with the lights on the entire time we were there. And then, yeah, sure enough, that, that thing would be chomping on cockroaches. Oh, so gross. Cockroaches just gross me out. You see them every now and then in downtown Denver. If you, if you walk enough, if you walk enough on the, on the streets of Denver, like I do, <laughs> I do. I'm always selling my schlong. Hey ladies, who wants a piece? Nobody? No? Discounts. I'm giving discounts. No? Shit. Um, you'll see them running out from wherever, like, the trash bins and stuff are and every now and then like that. But uh, you don't see them that often, like, where I live. Doesn't mean that they don't exist. I know somebody that just uh, left an apartment complex in, in Westminster. And part of the reason why they left was the neighbor had like a, a nasty infestation of cockroaches and the the complex wasn't doing much about it. And there's not that much you can do because once they get in there, it's really hard to kill all the the egg sacs and stuff like that. So anyway, anyway, not that you guys care about it. Uh, uh, you know, cockroaches. Uh, I suggest getting a flamethrower. <laughs> I just, 
I wouldn't, I, I know this guy's like, he has one cockroach and he used uh, so much insecticide that it blew up the house. At that point, just call, I mean, that's, that has to be a lot. Just call a professional, let them handle it. They know what to look for. They know what the egg sacs look like and where they're more likely to lay them and stuff like that. Don't go trying to be a hero in that sense. Like if all of a sudden I found a cockroach here, uh, I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm call. I'm me personally. I'm not doing anything about it. I'm calling a professional on that one because I don't want to deal with that. Ants are one thing. Spiders are one thing. But once you get cockroaches in there, ugh, that's that shit's hard, hard to get rid of. Uh, thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. I really do appreciate it. It's a little bit of a shorter show today. <clears throat> Losing my voice again, and my kids are going nuts upstairs. This is what happens, man. They're on they're on winter break, and my wife is sick, but she's still working. Um. I'm doing this, and now I got to go try to entertain them uh, and take them out of the house. We'll see what happens. My son was kind of sick yesterday, but him being a kid bounces back like freaking nothing. It's it's frustrating. I've been sick for a week. My wife has been sick for just about a week as well. They get sick for about a day, and then they're like, "Hey, everything's good. Everything's great, man." <laughs> pew 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 pew. And you're like, dude, come on, jeez. They don't care if you're sick or not. I had a I had a, a fever again last night. And then my son's just, I told my son, I was just like, dude, I'm, I'm not going to wrestle with you. And he's like, oh, somebody's sick, isn't he? I'm like, oh, my God, you little butthole. I think I did call him a butthole on accident. And he's a like, mom, dad, call me a butthole. She didn't hear, thankfully, because then I'd have to. I'd be like, I was joking, okay? Jeez, jeez. Thank you guys again for listening. Really appreciate it. Have an amazing day. Hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode. Uh, if you can, give it a nice review wherever you're listening. Big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster, as well as Superbook Sports Colorado. It's to Huff Uncensored. Have an amazing day. Uh, please, if you could, reach out to the podcast. Let me know if there's any topics you want me to hit on. Any random questions or crazy stories you want to share, let me know, dehuffpodcast at gmail.com, or you can hit me up on my socials at dehuffpodcast. It's Dehuff Uncensored. Let's continue to move forward. Have an amazing day. I'll talk to you next time.